Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, personal development educator and NLP trainer here, and welcome to episode 155 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to offer education, tips, tools, and insights for helping us have the best quality life and relationships that we can. So, hi, welcome to episode 155. Um, Today, Um, As I often do, I like to share some insights around the work of truly um, exceptional people. And today, um, a lot of what we'll be talking about focuses around uh, Roberta Gilbert, who's a Bowen Family Systems Therapist. Um, She's written a number of books, um, but in particular, I'll be drawing from some of her insights in her book, Connecting With Our Children. I think it's called Connecting, yeah, Connecting With Our Children, Guiding Principles for Parents in a Troubled World. Um, I think, you know, parenting is um, hyper-challenging and there's a competition for to uh, keep and uh, your child's attention starting way earlier than ever before. So... It can be very anxiety provoking to be to be a parent and and looking to kind of um, set an ideal for I guess what you would how you would aim for your child to be when they hit adult maturity um, and there are great joys and great pain uh, along the way and sometimes one of the trickiest things about being a parent is being able to sit in your own discomfort whilst giving your child the room to struggle and to figure things out. Um, And then, of course, from time to time, if you're raising a child with somebody else um, who lives under the same roof as you or maybe lives somewhere else, then there's the anxiety of talking through um, a framework uh, of raising, uh, creating a set of principles and convictions uh, with that aim in mind of, you know, uh, raising the most competent and functional um, adult you can launch out into the world when the time comes. Um, And everything that that um, entails or demands of you as you go through that sort of process. So there are a number of things that probably I think serve well and I certainly, as I mentioned, I'm drawing from some of the work of Roberta Gilbert and Perhaps some of these ideas are not necessarily where we would automatically go, but if we can learn to do them more consistently, they are going to make a big difference in the health of our uh, family relationships, not just the dynamic with our child. Um, One of those, of course, is we understand that um, parenting can be unpredictable, it has different stages, it can be very anxiety-provoking, very, very intense, Um, then we're you know, we're looking to do all the things we're looking to do in the outside world. Um, where, so ironically, some of the things that we need to that help us to navigate through in times of challenge, and to help create a really consistent, stable base for children, is um, being very 
you know, do, working on ourselves, continuing to develop ourselves, so that we are bringing forward the most functional, clear, integrated adult that we can model um, and and put forward as a as an opportunity for emulation and imitation for the child. So that, that means that we're looking to make sure um, that in moments of intensity and anxiety and tension, where we're tracking our own emotional response to those things um, and assessing the validity of that. Am I overreacting in this situation or am I underreacting? Um, and, you know, for example, a child gets hurt and it's a fairly minimal injury, but we're a bit scared by what happened or a bit of we saw a bit of blood and so we overreact um, and maybe we call the child names out of that anxiety. What are you stupid mucking around with that? And um, these kinds of things. Um, and of course, children don't have the discernment and a, and, a, and a name, a bit of name calling in a, in a heightened state of anxiety can, can land and stick. And I've certainly dealt with plenty of adults during the, the you know, who have gone on to be very competent professional individuals um, who still very much um, uh, remember or are impacted by an experience as a child where a parent lashed out and called them a name. Um, and that ended up having a, leaving a, a, a wound or a very significant impact or influenced um, this person's self-perception and got in the way of their, their, their adult experience. Um, you know, again, like I said, we're, 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 we're taking the time to think about our, our parenting principles and the ideas behind how we want to approach things. You know, how can, you know, I want to meet um, challenges with as much calmness, with as much consistency and um, uh, conviction as, as, I, as I possibly can. So, so, for example, we're making sure that, that our parenting is not run by our emotionality um, and that one of the symptoms of that is that you know one day a child can misbehave and and depending on our mood that's met with a certain level of an, uh, intensity and maybe a very significant um, punishment and then the next day the child does the same behavior again but because we're not in the same mood uh, we can't be bothered to keep up our standards and consistency when coming to the child then we don't have anywhere near the same level of reaction and we don't consequence it in the same way. Like, And, and so these things can be deeply destabilising for children when they don't. It's not necessarily that they are going to enjoy being um, hemmed in or given parameters, but paradoxically that also creates safety and stability. Um, I think it's Dr Jordan Peterson who talks about the fact that, you know, don't be overly rule bound with your children but the rules that you do set make sure that you're absolutely consistent with those so as best as we possibly can we're bringing consistent reactions to things and consistent application of whatever our parenting principles are based on what we want to achieve in the raising of a child um, and then the child gets consistent consequencing you know uh, the child understands exactly what's going to happen if they choose to continue to engage in certain sets of behaviours that we don't deem to be in their best interest long term. Um, so those things are very, very 
powerful. We're making sure that we don't get too absorbed into our, our parenting process, that we are not taking adequate care of ourselves as individual, um, that we're not putting our own lives too far on hold for children. I understand that that's, that can be very, very difficult, but we're not letting our friendships atrophy too far. We're certainly not letting our primary relationship atrophy too far because if you know children can become um, reactive to the fact that they are in a family home where the couple is unstable, um, and it's amazing how often um, when certain behavioural uh, patterns appear that are disruptive in family systems and then when you check in to see how strong is the the uh, the relationship between the parents, you find often that, that that is suffering and as a result we're finding that the symptoms are playing out through children, um, even just the fact that the children are picking up on the tension and anxiety in the home. And that is influencing their behaviour as they try either to fight for attention um, in the home or they try to suck up the intensity or they try to step in in some way and fill the gap and and, and keep things moving um, so that they're unfortunately kind of forced out of being a child and into kind of prematurely being a parent. Um, Self-awareness is huge. Like I said, a plan, a set of principles and, and those things ideally thought about carefully and ahead of time. If my child was to do this, what would my plan be to address that? Like I said, as much as possible, the parents are on the same page. They're continuing to communicate as and, and keeping their relationship as calm as possible, even if we're talking about two people parenting from two separate homes as a result of separation, that they can they can they can work out a way to keep the communication as calm and regulated and united as possible for the sake of giving their child the best possible opportunity to grow up in a calm place because if we're fighting for survival and it's chaotic in our home it makes it very very difficult to put any attention on the developing the other core skills around becoming a functional effective adult in the world or we learn to adjust to the world and respond to the world through our wounds rather than the chance to respond through our full self because we had a very stable place to um, grow up in. So it's very, very important that uh, parents have um, continued to develop their awareness of how they're contributing to dynamics. So we're constantly kind of checking out for our blind spots. We're open to a bit of feedback from other adults. We've got a good support group around us that we can soundboard things off if that's what we need to do. Um, and above all, we're really working to make sure that we are keeping our relationship with our children and understanding that if there's multiple children in the family system, well, they're, own, they're, own, they're going to have their own uh, needs, their own requirements, their own personality, and we're treating them as individuals rather than a one-size-fits-all style of parenting because certain children are going to suffer under that and others are going to thrive. So we're making sure that we're keeping up interest, connection, and, and focus as much as we possibly can on the individuals in our family system, not just the family collective. So can we get some individual one-on-one time, one -on -one time with, with people? Um, if we're finding that some of our, for, you know, at a, at a stage or because of personality differences, we're going through a patch where we find one child easier to connect with than, than the other, that we're working still 
to keep as present and available to the child that we're struggling to connect with as much. Um, and of course, that we are not getting into a place where because of our anxiety, we're, we're keeping sort of very clear on our, our own kind of boundaries and making sure that we are not doing more for children than um, what is age appropriate and personality appropriate. Some children are going to be more active, quicker off the mark, more proactive, more adventurous, um, and are going to engage. Others are going to be a bit more timid and hold back. But we are making sure that we um, are not reducing prematurely the anxiety for a child or for ourselves by thinking and doing for children the things that they could be thinking and doing for self. So that there's a plan around kind of working over time as a child gets more, you know, and again, we've got that attunement to understand that we're not putting children into positions where they're trying to figure out things too far beyond themselves and with not enough support from us. So the artistry is sufficient support to help them develop their functionality without going into rescue mode or taking away their confidence inadvertently or stunting them. So, and that's where it's so important that we're not overtly worrying all the time about our children because that sends a deep message that goes, I don't believe, I don't believe you can do it. I don't believe you can sort it out. You, you know, um, if we are getting overly worried and overly fixated and overly focused on our children, then we need to be bringing that back on self and going, what's that about for me? Or do I need to go and talk to somebody about the fact that, that, you know, what I'm sending to my child is a, is a message, an undercurrent of anxiety and worry. And am I inadvertently sending the, the message to the child? I don't believe you can do it. Um, and that, that requires a lot of discipline. Like I said, that requires some long-term focus and conviction around if we've got certain ideas and parenting principles in place, you know, how am I making sure that I'm continuing to navigate towards that for my child's best interest? And, you know, I'm not dealing with my own anxiety and discomfort at the cost of my child's development and at the cost of my relationship with my child. Um, there's plenty more that can be said about this, but all this area, but I think that's probably... Um, a good place to leave the episode. So I hope that gives you some food for thought. Um, best of luck with, with such an amazing and yet challenging job um, of being on the, the parenting journey and seeing, you know, a little one through to adulthood. Um, and I really hope that this episode uh, helps you, gives you something to sit down and, and discuss with others. Um, and uh, I would thoroughly recommend checking out uh, Roberta Gilbert's books um, by, by all means. Um, very, very insightful um, and lots of value to be gained from them in the help of setting up your own ideas around, you know, your parenting scaffold, so to speak. So apart from that, thank you very much. Um, as always, signing off for those of you who've been listening along um, right the way through or for a very long time now, now that we're up to episode 155. Trust me, no one's more surprised than me. <laughs> um, thank you so much um, and really hope you're still continuing to take some insight and value out of these episodes and, and um, I really feel privileged to be in a position in life where I can look at the wondrous work that other people are doing and, and, and um, bring that forward with my own kind of, you know, slant on it. Um, that that that's a real privilege to be able to kind of do that and um of course if you're just joining uh, this is your, your first episode welcome hope you enjoyed the episode if you want to continue to support the uh 
the, the program. Um, we'd really like it if you would uh, go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review as it makes it easier for others to find. You're more than welcome to uh, jump across to YouTube and check us out there, the Sean Healy Relationship Resourcing Series, and also at the website emergencetraining.com.au. Um, but I guess uh, all that's left to, to do is to sign off. So until we're with each other on another episode, thank you again for listening, and bye for now.